Hey everyone, so you've made it to the end of the season. One final episode for you looking back on the best parts of summer 2021. And while it is sad our fun must end for the time being, we've saved the best for last. The lead storyteller and memory maker since camp began in 2015, Laura. Laura has found a way to connect storytelling directly to the mission of camp. And when any individual walks on camp, Laura has made it a priority for folks to feel comfortable and excited about sharing who they are, where they come from, and what they want from camp. And that is no easy task. Laura is hardworking, never settling on good enough, and always striving to see the big picture and build a space where kids can dare to dream, laugh, and play. So without further ado, Laura Kriegel, everyone. One, two, three. Tell me something good! Maddie. Pizza fingers we had last night. <laughs> <laughs> they found the pizza. You the pizza All right, again. Tell me something good. Okay, uh, go ahead, Piper. Wendy. Wendy. Tell me something good. Got everybody watching. I can feel the look that just went. It is the end of the second season, everybody. You've made it. It's episode 10. You've heard about nine staff stories up until this point, and we hope you enjoyed the ride coming from all different angles of this summer. We are joined for the final episode, the big kahuna, as it is called. You know her, you love her. It's Laura Kriegel. Laura, how are you? Woo, yes. Let's go, Ray. <laughs> we are back <laughs> so in the fun. stew. You're back in here. You got your headphones on. It's feeling good. And here we are a couple months just after ending the summer. How are, how are you feeling? How's the fall been? The fall has been has been good. It, everything has, um, has settled a bit. The summer was pretty wild. Mm. Not to say that we aren't still busy as ever um mm-hmm. camp really feels like it never slows down i can't believe it's almost the end of october but uh yeah it uh was a wild ride this summer it was good to be together at, at our new forever home i love that and something we've been asking everybody to start off with is how they got affiliated with stomping ground we did a whole season on basically how <laughs> stomping ground got founded so we're not going to give you that one yeah instead i want you to go back because i know your early camp history and answer this question when was the first time you knew as a 16, 17 year old that you wanted to take a job working for a summer camp? How about that? Whoa, great question. First time I knew I wanted to take a job at a summer camp. Well, I'll tell you the story of, of interviewing at Camp Stella Maris. Yes, please. I It was my first job interview ever. Mm-hmm. And I remember driving from Rochester, New York to Canisius Lake with my mother. Mm-hmm. I even remember what I was wearing. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Was, and I had with me my high school art portfolio. And my mother gave me the speech on the way to interview, which was like, Laura, it's okay if you don't get this job <laughs> because it's good practice. Yeah. It's going to be great practice. So don't get nervous. Like, was it the first nervous. job that you interviewed for? It was the absolute first job oh, I wow. ever interviewed for. Yeah. But I remember, uh, you know, at, during the interview thinking to myself, okay, mom said, don't be nervous. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I just get to use this as practice. And if it doesn't go well, it's okay. There's like so many other jobs out there, but like secretly, I definitely mm-hmm. really wanted this job. Um, and I had a friend at the time named Allie Burhans. Yep. And uh, Allie and I were both interviewing for the job and we both got the job and it was a really wonderful summer. It's so cool to think back on that now. Now, especially as for the last couple of years, 
you've been involved still, even to this day, even though as you get to do a million other projects and bringing on new staff mm-hmm. and now being in the other person's shoes mm-hmm. of thinking about what do I tell them? What are the right questions to get to know them? Because a large part of why we're doing this podcast, one, it's just fun to hear from staff, but also it's we hope that future staff will listen to this and kind of get some perspective on what it means to have this job. So let me start with this question and then we'll get into hearing some of your stories from the summer. But thinking about new staff that are applying for this job, what's one thing you really always want people to know before they come onto the Stomping Ground team? Stomping Ground never wants to lose the ability to like change and transform and iterate really quickly depending on a million things in mm. the environment, right? Like to be agile and to be quick and to be able to um, move and interact with like whatever's happening in the world or mm. whatever's happening in front of us. And so I think the mentality that we're really looking for from staff members joining the team is that flexibility piece and that willingness to like, sink into mistakes and see mm. how even when uh, there's a plan, mm-hmm. sometimes that plan just gets thrown right out the window for mm-hmm. a variety of reasons. Yeah, yeah. And we have to keep going with whatever's next. And so you kind of look at the people around you and you muster up some kind of like, what's the point? Why are we doing any of yeah, this? Yeah. And then let's just keep moving forward with a different plan. And I think that um, that creativity, that ability to be flexible, that ability to like get to the core why we're mm-hmm. doing any of this is really a key component we look for in staff. Oh my God. And there are so many good words there, but I think about the creativity and being flexible anybody that's worked at summer camp knows that these are things you need to expect and things you need to be ready for and almost are intangible skills that you need to be able to have and in these moments of spontaneity come some of our best memories so Laura, we've been asking people to reflect on this summer share the highs, share the lows and everything in between so i want to start the same way we've been starting everything else go back to summer 2021 think of a story that gives a smile to your face, one that makes you laugh, one where you went on a crazy adventure, was your favorite activity you led, something where you say, yes, I'm still going to share this story for years and years to come because it was just that good. All right, yeah, here's here's spontaneity in a... in a moment at camp it's the last day of Mm. summer 2021 and we it's been a wild ride i think you've probably heard on previous episodes on the podcast that trying to run a a summer camp program in the middle of a pandemic at a new property was really challenging it we definitely had a lot to work through together Mm -hmm. a lot of speed bumps along the way we're exhausted it's the last day of camp Mm mm-hmm and it's raining <laughs> and it's been raining like all summer it's just been raining it was like so a, much rain so much rain it's been one of the rainiest summers on record Please. It, just, it just didn't stop <laughs> and uh we're about to head into morning options mm-hmm. and uh the power goes out so now it's raining yep and the power's out mm-hmm. and dylan and george did a great job at figuring out like what's going on with mm-hmm. the national grid and how are we going to get the power back on mm-hmm. And the staff did a really incredible job at saying, all right, it's raining. Mm -hmm. And what are we going to do to salvage this morning? It's the last full day of camp for these kids. And it's the last full day of camp for staff. Like, Mm -hmm. how can we pull out all the stops and make this possible? So it was really incredible. I watched as staff led things like mud pie mayhem Mm -hmm. yeah shout out to kenzie and emily kramick who just were like yeah we'll make mud pies Uh, (laughs) and they went and like got um like buckets and 
like old dishes and yeah. of whatever they could find and just sat literally sat in mud piles mm. with campers and just like dug up the dirt and like made mud pies i back up, back yeah, up. Yeah. i'm talking when there's no power at camp yeah. you can't flush the toilets yeah, right. so <laughs> shout out to jade green who's just like yep. man he's standing in the barn with a bucket filled with rainwater and every time a kid needs to use the restroom he goes in afterwards and dumps a bucket of rainwater in the toilet to make it manually flush like everybody has pulled out all the stops nana's got battery powered lights in the makerspace so we can still use the makerspace everybody is soaking wet Mm -hmm. but nelson's playing good music on the on the loud system Mm -hmm. and he's walking around making sure people have snacks and all their stuff and here's daquan and Quarius and all of the cits toby oliver mateo uh lizzie Mm -hmm. gwen everybody is just like yeah let's let's go puddle stomping and they go and get a whole crew of all the kids who look like the most dejected and bored on this rainy morning and they're like come on we're going outside we're going to puddle stomping and somebody i don't know where it came from but found a bottle of shampoo and now not only are they puddle stomping (laughs) but they're like they're like sudsy soapy kind of like shower they had to go home clean come on what do they expect from us so (laughs) literally walking around camp they're finding the biggest puddles to roll around in and stomp in just so much fun and so many silly memories for all those kids what a what a way to turn a pretty hard day into a really really memorable day oh my god that is so much fun i'm listening to you recall that and i'm also brought back to like the very beginning of summer when it was so hot. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It was like very, very hot. And I'm like thinking in my head, like, is it more crazy when it's just like 95 degrees and I'm like sweating? Like I can't, I remember it being so hot that first week. I like couldn't open my eyes. Sometimes I was sweating so much. And my mom is like texting me and she's like, what is going on? Like all of your shirts are drenched. Like, are you like, what are you eating? Like what is happening? Right. And I just remember that heat was so brutal. And then I remember all of the rain and it was like, my God, can we get, maybe we should run summer camp in the fall because clearly what we need is just like some balanced weather or something like that. Those first few days were really wild. Yeah. But I'm interested through your perspective and how this summer looked. Give me, give me a moment from your eyes where there was a big moment of, of challenge of something that you had to work through, because I think what a lot of people don't see sometimes is the behind the scenes work that makes camp happen. And a lot of that work is work that you're doing. It's also the work that Nina, our head chef is doing or Jade and Maggie who like wear so many hats, but you do so much in a day as well. Give me a story like that. Give me a story that you look back and you're like, that was hard and it's so essential to what makes camp work. And I'm grateful that it went in whatever best way it could. Yeah. We've always talked about the real reason for camp is the social emotional learning that takes Mm -hmm. place when you gather a bunch of people together and sort through conflict or try to understand each other in a different way or see the world through another's perspective right that's Mm -hmm. what camp is all about is the social emotional learning piece and i think i would argue that summer camps do it better Mm -hmm. than almost any other institution that's dedicated to kids and this summer more than any summer before Mm -hmm. for myself i i really sank into some of the challenge that comes along with that i think Mm -hmm. we saw and i will attribute it to the pandemic more social emotional distress amongst all of the staff and the campers and so Klee and I spent a lot of time and the rest of the staff, you know, we all, we all pitched in to spend a lot of time 
learning about how to take care of each other mm-hmm. and how to take care of ourselves. And so one of the challenges the, to answer your question, Ray, is in in the Blueberry Village mm-hmm. during one of one of the sessions this summer, there was a camper who had a, a tough time just like getting along with others and was really butting heads with kids in the Gaga pit. Um, and it continued to be kind of like, it, it became kind of a thing that everybody was talking about. Mm-hmm. Almost a, a pretty toxic scapegoat situation mm-hmm. where everybody was pointing fingers and saying like, I never want to play this game if that kid's playing. Mm-hmm. And so staff were staff were monitoring it and stepping in and trying to help kids solve the situation. We'd put in place like, we, we'd done several circles and then some of the agreements for the circles were that you know you could play during specific times or all different kinds of like agreements that we'd made up but nothing really seemed to be working and uh kenzie Barron happened to be at camp this week she came in mm-hmm. um, as one of the superheroes to recharge the staff and kenzie has been a part of the camp family for uh, since 2015 she was mm-hmm. a staff member during the first inaugural summer of camp and talking with Kenzie about how like you know I'm seeing this problem and I'm not really sure mm. what else to do and I'm feeling exhausted by yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And we're sitting on the porch of the cottage and and she says, "You know, one of the things that really worked for me in 2019 when I came for a few weeks was I talked to a camper about um I you know, I was I was at my breaking point and I needed something to describe to this kid how to step back from the situation and reinvest themselves and their energy in a different way and she said she invented this idea of energy logs and I was like Mm. "Mm, what's an energy log (laughs) like that sounds that sounds funky and so after talking about that and coming up with a plan what we did was basically run and a morning embers Mm. for all of the cabins in the blueberry village like breakfast is happening we're yeah. in we're in blueberry it's village <laughs> yeah it's like it's like we know this has kind of become talk of the town in blueberry yeah. village and we're trying to get ahead of it and so kenzie and i uh, work with renee the panda and all the staff members in the village to say we're going to meet with each cabin individually sit in a circle on the floor once kids have eaten breakfast and we're going to talk about the energy logs mm. kenzie has a handful of logs that she like literal sticks that fit in her in her hands like five or six logs and we go and we sit down with every cabin and she places these logs into the center and she says when you wake up in the morning you have all of these sticks these are your energy logs and throughout the day you get to decide what log you put on which um, part of your day which Mm -hmm. little fire sometimes you put a log on playing gaga Mm. and sometimes you put your energy towards building something in the makerspace sometimes you put your energy towards creating a new friendship or like trying Mm. to rebuild a friendship sometimes you put your energy towards something that's like really frustrating for you and and that can that fire can start to get like really hot and Mm. require more and more energy logs and then all of a sudden you're left with no more energy for the rest of the day because you put all your logs on uh, one fire yeah. and now it's creating this kind of like negative energy you don't want to stand around that fire it's too hot right. so how you are in control as a as a kid as a camper as a person of where you put your energy logs and so she she's there reminding kids that they're really powerful mm-hmm. that they get to decide and choose not only how they spend their time at camp but where they spend their energy mm-hmm. and i think this was a really magical way to reinvest kids into the last few days that they had at camp instead of really focusing on this one thing that was becoming kind of really toxic in their village they could focus it on what they chose to do (laughs) 
kind of rounding out this conversation, something, and it, this has been so good, and it's always amazing to have Laura just sharing her thoughts on everything. But thinking now, as we wrap up here with our last question of advice and mm-hmm. kind of future one to two sentence lines that you would give somebody coming into this role. And we've been asking people either to provide that in the context of your exact shoes that you're in as a director or for any stopping ground employee in general. So you take it however you would like. What's one piece of advice you think now, even after having this conversation, you'd want to give to somebody coming in to do this job? I've been thinking a lot about how do I find like an inner knowing. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that that Clean I worked a lot with kids at Clean I and the Pandas worked a lot with kids on this summer. Um, something I'm also working on, and maybe this is the biggest piece of advice I can give to somebody looking for a job at stomping ground or in the camping mm-hmm. in camping world, is in the midst of the chaos of summer camp, mm-hmm. which can be so fun and so consuming. How do you find connection with an with an inner voice that can help you make a decision in the moment? Develop an inner knowing. I like that you said that. Yeah. Right? Is that the, the yeah. phrase that you use? Yeah. I think that's really cool. And I think that it's a great way to kind of wrap up the season because hopefully, again, anybody that's listening to this is getting some insight to what it's like to work at camp and hearing great stories. But if you're an individual that's interested in taking this job, that's also a critical piece in accepting any job, frankly, probably, right, is having this moment where yourself where you go, you know, this isn't on a whim all the time. Sometimes it is. I've heard some people come in and be like, oh, yeah, it sounded like fun. But for a lot of people, it's like have that moment of inner knowing. It is eight weeks and it is the most rewarding job in the world that you can have. And it is so much fun. And it is undeniably, I think, making the world a better place. And it's hard work. It's really hard. And so having that that space to kind of reflect on that, what you're saying, even even larger taking any job probably is developing this inner knowing i think that's a great way to kind of sum it up hopefully it's good for you in your life to try to figure out like what you want and know that you have power to decide kind of like what you do with your whole life right Mm -hmm. and so i'm hoping in the future to be able to help staff prior to coming to camp Mm -hmm. find that inner knowing Hey, and with that, if you've been listening, thank you so much, A, for being a part of this. But B, we hope you join us. We hope you join with another camp that you're interested in. We hope that you find some way of finding your own inner knowing. And, you know, if we get lucky enough that it's at Stomping Ground, that's pretty good too. Right, Laura? That's right. (laughs) And we're going to wrap it up here. But here's to many future seasons of the Building a Stomping Ground podcast. Here's to the possibility of you joining us this summer. We'll see you soon.